International. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, I'm here with my student. This is Pat Dean. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. This is I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. For absolute idiots. If you're an idiot, well, welcome. Step right up. Uh, come and learn something, dummy. Yeah, first of all, congratulations on figuring out how to work electronics, you fucking idiot. Yeah, who turned on your iPhone for you, you fucking stupid? I'm Ben Sholock. I'm a professor of philosophy at <laughs> you're, you're not Harvard a, University. You're not a professor at Harvard. You're not a professor <laughs> at Princeton. You always lie to our listeners and tell them that you're uh, a professor. I'm a... I, I, you're nobody. I'm an adjunct professor. You're not. You're nothing. You're Ben. You're shitty Ben. I just got my GED in prison. And I'm handsome Pat. Um, well, congratulations, man. Thank you. I, I, I do look great lately. You're stunning. I'm... <laughs> Oh, I'm stunning. It's not for the reasons uh, that I want, though. You're a you're a philosophy expert. You've just you've generously decided to donate your time to help out your uh, slow minded friend Pat, well, old cool Pat, to learn a little something about philosophy. It's your lack of hair. All the knowledge escapes. That's what yeah. hair is for. What a lot of people don't realize is that when you lose your hair, the sun bakes your skull a mm. lot more than than normal. We live in Texas, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I have lost a lot of intelligence over the years <laughs> yep. because of the sun. Um, yeah, these are just wild, wacky theories we're coming up with here. And I'm pissed and off. I learned nothing. I'm pissed off at the sun, so I'm throwing rocks at it to try to get revenge. But man, that sun, that sun's farther away than it looks, baby. Yeah, it's real far away. Well, yeah. scientists still don't know how far. Um, listen, Pat, what episode is this? Episode 19. 19. What a long, strange trip this has been. I know. We've discussed philosophers. We've discussed thought experiments. We got very mad at each other multiple times. Multiple times. We haven't done a thought experiment in, in, in quite some time, so I figured we should do one today. Well, we're going to do one today. Let me start by asking you one question. What? Do you think you're dumber or smarter than a robot? Than a robot? Mm-hmm. Depends upon the robot. What kind of robot are we talking about? Let's say a robot that, um, well, that figures out how to throw rocks at the sun. Then, yeah, that's the smartest robot there's ever been. <laughs> Just launches rocks. Just right launches at the sun. rocks. Um, I think I'm smarter than some robots, like well, a Roomba. I could, I could defeat a Roomba. You're smarter than a Roomba. What? Is, okay, we'll prove it. What do you mean, prove it? Prove it, dipshit. Because I can reason and I and I, I remember things. A Roomba just goes around and cleans up shit. Yeah, but the Roomba reasons too, kind of, doesn't it? What a pathetic, what a, what a sad existence to be a Roomba. <laughs> you're on the ground, and you're just scuttling around. But like it a, figures out how to clean shit, right? Um, I don't know. I don't even know how Roombas work. Well, okay, we're going to get into this issue here of mm. artificial intelligence. I was about to say, is this whole episode just about Roombas? Because Jesus Christ. It's going to be about Roombas, yeah. yeah. And Roomba technology, Roomba strategies. Um, yeah, Roomba, uh, Roomba methodology, Roomba data collection. Um, no, man. So what about uh, AI? Do you think there's ever going to be a robot that's going to be smarter than us? Alan Iverson? <laughs> the answer? Um, is that his nickname? His nickname was The Answer. Never won a championship. Man, I'm always <laughs> talking to him about practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him. 
Just leave the guy alone about practice. Sorry. There is such a funny clip of him going, not a game, not a game, practice. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. Some, we talking about practice. Someone made a song based on that, and it is just, it's genius. It's very funny. I, 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 I undoubtedly, there's going to be computers smarter than us. Do you think that they qualify as having actual intelligence like we do? Well, maybe. It's a different kind of intelligence, I guess. All right. Um, first of all, I just want to address that that's hilarious that uh, <laughs> Alan Iverson the answer. is the answer. Yeah. And also AI stands for Alan Iverson. Yep. So basically, we're talking about a thought experiment called the Chinese Room. Okay. All right. Um, basically, our, fr- our friend James will love this one. Yeah, James will love it because he's he, Chinese. He kn- he knows. Yeah, he's half Chinese. I, hey, Ben, he's Chinese. <laughs> I can tell you a thing or two. Fucking, I know Chinese. I know Chinese. Um, that's how James talks. Yeah, he's, he talks like from he's from Deliverance. We sometimes reference our friend James. He's kind of like this dipshit moron who is a <laughs> photographer yet doesn't have an Instagram because why would he? Uh, and he and he talks like this. Yeah, lives in Vermont. Lives in Vermont like a loser. And a lot of times he's like he's like oh Pat oh Chinese. I'm like what? That's James. <laughs> he just mutters to himself about being Chinese. It's weird. It's off putting. Hey James, cut the shit. Yeah, fucker, get out, get out of that room. Um. So, yeah, so Strong AI. Have you heard of Strong AI? No. Strong AI? Strong AI? Yeah. This is horrifying. There's two things. There's two types of AI. There's weak AI and strong AI. (laughs) What? Yeah. Is this real? Yeah. What's Weak AI? Yeah. What do you think it means? Just a fucking, just a a (laughs) robot to get the shit kicked out of him. It's like the worst robot. <laughs> just a robot. Strong AI is strong Allen Iverson. At a gym, just getting dunked on and crying afterward. That's weak AI. (laughs) <laughs> the strong AI is the Island Iverson. He's doing all the Duncan. Yeah, he's Duncan. Yeah. Um, so, so okay. So let's let's step back here for a second. Why not? So the Chinese room is this uh, art of it's a it's a uh, uh, a thought experiment that deals with the issue of what is intelligence and whether machines can have intelligence or not. All right. And what it means for us to have intelligence. Well, what it means for us to understand something. Tubular. To, it's bodacious, dude. So yeah. bodacious. Um, so the Chinese Room was this thought experiment that uh, was thought up in 1980 by this dude named John Searle. He's a, an American philosopher. There you go. That's kind of a normal name. You think John Searle is a normal name? I mean, it's better than the other ones we've de- dealt with. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about philosophy that attracts... What's, what's weird about Searle? Searle? I've never met anyone with that last name. <laughs> Searle? I want to talk about weak AI. Fuck off, Searle. Um, you a goddamn wedgie next time I see you, you son of a bitch. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Well, I, ch- I challenged John Searle to a fight at the RBM Food Mart on Mainer Road. <laughs> you guys should do it. Six o'clock. <laughs> An arm wrestling competition. Let's do it. We'll yeah, find out funny. who the real AI is. Uh, okay. So what does this guy do? What's this guy's what's this nerd's problem? Well, he's, um, he's trying to disprove the idea of strong AI. Whoa. And uh, so I got to explain weak AI versus strong AI. Do you, guys, do you know a dude named Alan Turing? Do yeah. I? Have you heard of him? Yes. Okay. Who is he? Just some fucking guy. <laughs> I've heard his name. I don't know who he is. You know, he, he, okay, you've heard of, you've heard of that name thrown hey, around. Yeah, he was on Family Ties. What is Family Ties? TV show. <laughs> Why don't you know anything? <laughs> <laughs> is that like Family Matters? It doesn't matter. So who's this guy? So this guy, he uh, is, uh, he was a computer programmer and a mathematician and uh, kind of a philosopher. Ugh. Um, Band pocket protector, son of a bitch. Well, hold on, because he's kind of a, a war hero. Whoa! <laughs> um, so he, Searle. No, not Searle. This is Alan Turing. Oh, we're talking about Alan Turing. So okay. we got to talk about this guy first, and then we'll talk about John Searle. I apologize. Turing. All right. 
so Turing is this dude who um, basically figured out how to. He cracked the Enigma, which is the uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's, doesn't that sound awesome, dude? Like, he's, if you don't know anything about him, dude, that sounds like Twilight Princess shit. Like he should be fucking saving Princess Zelda. Yeah, he. Cracked I conquered the, the Enigma. Oh man, he did conquer the Enigma. I defeated Ganon. Well, I don't know. I don't know about Ganon, but right. so anyway, this dude he cracked the the cracked the Enigma code. So the Enigma code is basically this code that the Nazis used. Uh, to hide their communications. Nazis, man. Yeah, going back to some Nazi shit. So the Nazis basically like sent uh, codes to each other, like from their uh, bases to their um, uh, to their U-boats and their uh, like uh, uh, carriers and shit like that on like sending how- codes. Yeah, basically like how to attack Britain Whoa. during World War uh, World War Two. And they sent them using this encryption device called the Enigma. Well, and so they type in whatever the fuck they wanted to say to one another, and it would like uh, translate it into this weird code, indecipherable. They couldn't figure it out, and it had like a little instruction manual next to it that basically said like, you know, this is how you translate it. It's sent to uh, the person on the other side. All these British agents would intercept them, but they had no idea how to fucking crack this code. Okay, so they would type it out. Well, in German. Yeah, first it was in German, so that's already a problem. Yeah, you know, it's... Let me ask you something. I know that I say a lot of ignorant things on this podcast, but does the thought of typewriters in different languages fill you with fury? <laughs> I don't know. Not really. Why? Just fucking annoys me. I mean, I'm sure it's... I, I would be really off-put by it. Oh, wait. They use the same alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> Dude, I'm the dumbest person who's ever lived. Well, imagine a Chinese uh, typewriter. I ch- I choose not to. Have you ever seen a keyboard with Chinese characters on it? No. It's mystifying. Well, I'm not going to start now. <laughs> I'm not going to give James the satisfaction <laughs> yeah. of looking at a, ch- a Chinese typewriter. <laughs> James, uh, type like, a message out in this. It's Chinese. <laughs> um, James has like 10 of those. 10 of what? Chinese typewriters. He loves them. <laughs> He collects them, yeah. Yeah, he's a real creep. He's a real creep. And then he gives half of them away because he's like, ooh, there's too much stuff in my room. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. So Turing was the guy who fucking cracked this code. He how figured do you do it? it? Out. I don't fucking just know smart how he as fuck? It. He's just smart as fuck. He's like really, really fucking smart. He also kind of figured out like how how like computers should be programmed, like, you know, what it what it means like what you know, what it means to follow an algorithm, how to like how computer programs work. Um, all these things, all this computery shit, dude. What okay. do you think he the f- the first thing he did after he figured out after he cracked the code? Do you? He must have felt so fucking cool. He probably just took the rest of the day off. Probably figured it out. You guys deal with this. Goes home. He probably went out and kissed a man. He was a homosexual. Oh yeah. Well, oh. we'll get into this. This is a fucking crazy fucking story. Oh um, no! I do know who this guy is. Uh, you remember? Oh now. no! This guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really sad. Oh no! What to him. It sucks. It really sucks. Oh no! Ben. He's a fucking hero. He's the best. He's like the best dude. And you support what they did to him? No, I. T- <laughs> you love it. I know. I remember this guy because you were like, "Oh yeah, they like chemically castrated this guy because he's gay," and I love it. And I'm Ben. Remember saying that? Yeah, I, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. Like you know, Check what? I'm not tape. even gonna. I'm not even gonna fight you on this. Check so. the tape. Uh, I love. Chemically castrating gays. Now, can we can we move on? <laughs> okay, well, you admitted to it, so as a man. <laughs> now, okay, so here's what happened to him. Yeah, he got chemically castrated. This poor guy. So, this yeah, poor sucks. guy. So that's let's let's hold off there. We'll get to that in a second. Or what um, Ben calls the right thing to do. Uh, well, it's a, called obeying the law. Um, 
because it was a law in England that he that he uh, violated. Dude, fuck them. I'm so okay. Sorry. Do you know when he got pardoned? Hold on, I don't like five this. years ago. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, <laughs> like 2013. Yeah, yeah, I'm smart. Um, I, I can read. Yeah, I mean, God, I hope so. If yeah. not, then this is way too advanced I've for you right now. I've been guessing this whole time. We have to go back to phonics. <laughs> That's why I have so many speeding tickets. I just can't read. Yeah. Join us next week for our next episode, The Alphabet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's this upside down M? That's a W. That's a okay, w. hold on. So this fucking guy, this hero. Mm-hmm. So he, he cracked the Enigma code. And then all, more importantly, he came up with a lot of like theoretical... Uh, uh, advances in in computer science. I, I bet he did. Basically, figured out. Yeah, <laughs> figured out like, um, you know, you know how computers should work. Uh, the idea of like following an algorithm uh, in a program to get a specific result. Um, just like stuff like that. That makes it's basically everything that all the ways that computers work right now are all based off of his theories. Dang. Um, and he came up with this. Uh, well, so the sorry. So let me st- uh, like step one, one step back. Basically, what he what he was like thinking about towards like after World War II, he was thinking a lot about the implications of um, like how computer programs can be used and how uh, sophisticated or advanced computer programs can get okay. to perform certain tasks or actions. Right. Um, so instead of just like you know interpreting a code you can get computers to figure out like you know if something is uh, a particular shape or not or if it's uh you know it can sort things okay all right and it's the more sophisticated it gets the more it starts looking like human intelligence he like, was at, he, he was also the the person who decided that every computer should have solitaire on it yeah that was him and minecraft <laughs> or minesweeper <laughs> Minesweeper, yeah, not Minecraft. Minecraft is a bit is a bit beyond him, but. dude. Everyone who was talking about Minecraft, I swear to God, I thought they were talking about Minesweeper. That's what I thought. Too, I at first. did, and I was like, "Oh, you guys are like into this game." My dad plays this game. Did you ever play Minesweeper? Yeah, I mean, I I did. My dad loved it. I fucking love that game. Well, you and my dad should fucking hang out. Maybe you guys can have a podcast. Yeah, asshole. Love of Minesweeper podcast. Dick. A Minesweeper podcast. <laughs> you and my dad. You and well, the judge. Yeah, me and the judge. We'll talk about Minesweeper and like you know historical s- Supreme Court cases. Good lord, what a horrible podcast. What a boring podcast. Um, so this Turing guy, you're saying, is super influential. Basically, we wouldn't have computers without him. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, and uh, one thing that he was thinking about is like, okay, if you can get these like computer programs to be more and more sophisticated to where they start to look like human intelligence, yeah. like human reasoning, what's to stop us from saying that a computer program or a computer system just has intelligence and yeah. is intelligence like equivalent to a human being? Yeah. Um, and then you're you're getting into these crazy sci-fi th- issues of like, you know. Like with Blade Runner, is a fucking android? Does does it have consciousness? Is it do like, androids it have, dream of electric sheep? Ben? Yeah, do they? I don't know. So his idea or his his he basically he came up with a test. It's called a Turing test. Yeah, the Turing test is basically a way to tell if uh, by interacting with a computer program or some sort of you know computer system whether it has human like intelligence or not. And the way to test it is basically you just talk to it. And it sends you responses back and forth. You just have a conversation with it. Oof. And if it can convince you that the, the other, like whoever's giving the answers on the other side of some screen is a human being, then it basically has human intelligence. 
Dude, that's creepy. Yeah. I don't know if we should be talking about this. We're using a machine right now to record this. Oh, they're listening right now. Fuck, what do we do? Hey, man, we're cool. Yeah, we're cool. We like you guys. Yeah. Um, so we're, here's... We're, we're glad that guy got chemically castrated. Well. What, uh, do the machines hate him? I don't think, I don't know. That's a good, I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't know either. Probably not, right? In that no, case, I think they like him because he kind of gave birth to them. Think about all. So, you know what? Fuck the queen because she castrated your your. Your daddy. Your daddy. Think about... She's the machine daddy. When the machines do take <laughs> over, think about how much jacking off you've done in front of the machine in your life. They're going to kill us so fast. Well, you know what they do is like they probably like jack off in front of us back. Like, and we don't know. In revenge. But like, what, what, is, what does it look like when a machine jacks off? <sighs> like, you'll be, you'll be, like, like, you'll be like forced down with these like weird like mechanical tentacles, like those tentacle monsters in, uh, in The Matrix. And you'll be forced to watch some computer program just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. You'd just be sprayed with like Dude, a bunch I of zeros and ones. I never even thought about. But how funny would that be? Because like, it doesn't matter to us because we'll be like, all right. So I just got robot yeah. cummed on. Right. The zeros and the ones. All those zeros and ones that landed on our face. Yikes. Dribbling down our chin. Oh, no. Yeah. Just numbers everywhere. Yeah. It's just all these numbers. And you have no idea that it's just, it's just robot semen and there's one computer who's known as like the peter north of ones and zeros there's just so much yeah just so much data <laughs> i hope Spread that gets all. <laughs> all right so <laughs> that's a fucking weird that's a, such a weird scenario what does it look like when a robot jacks off uh get at us uh on <laughs> i learn nothing on facebook uh i learn nothing.com or uh i learn nothing uh at i learn nothing twitter i learn nothing podcast um, let us know on Instagram, let us know what it looks like when a when a robot jacks off on you. But also, like, you definitely don't have to do that. <laughs> you don't have to let us know. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's true too. Also, a, a sick thing to think about. Um, okay, so basically, yeah. So uh, he comes up with this idea of like, there's a way to know whether uh, a computer program or a system is, uh, uh, like displays human like intelligence. You just talk to it. If it gives you responses where you have no idea whether it's a machine or a human, it's basically just has human like intelligence. Fuck. Right. Um, so do you, do you get that? Do you yes. have any disagreements with that? Uh, I guess not. It's not something I've ever really thought about. Okay, cool. So, um, some people have some issues with that. Basically, that's an example of strong AI. If, the, if a, if a robot can convince you or a, a machine can convince you that it's like human enough to hold this kind of conversation. Yeah. Then that's it has strong AI, strong Allen Iverson, okay. um, which means that it is capable not only of just like mundane tasks, but it has it, it displays understanding, reason, intelligence, some form of consciousness. Um, it's indistinguishable from a human being. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. <clears throat> now here's where John Searle comes in. Um, oh, this guy again. So this dude has an argument uh, that challenges this notion yeah. that just because a machine can like run a program and uh, manipulate symbols to get another uh, result, that doesn't mean that it has intelligence. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, first of all, I should go back real quick and mention that like the way computers work, right, is it runs a program of like... Uh, you know, it, it takes from a database some some amount of symbols. It manipulates them in a particular way based on instructions, and then it pumps out a result. 
Okay, that's like the basic way of how a computer works. Yeah. All right. Um, what? What exactly is a computer? So, a compu- that's a good, actually a good question. We should probably get into that. Well, I was just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. <do> you, <laughs> um, well, let's try to get into that real quick. Uh, a computer is basically um, a... A sad little box you jack off in front of. <laughs> yeah. The end. That's it. Okay, it's fine. We can plug it, it in. But, um, it's Bluetooth sometimes. <laughs> but the idea is basically that, like, you know, a, an algorithm is, uh, uh, you know, a set of instructions that a computer follows. Uh, it's given a bunch of input. It follows the algorithm. It feeds the input through this algorithm. And then the output is, like, the result. And then a bunch of these little programs compiled together basically makes, like, a huge computer program that can do all sorts of crazy shit. Like, Siri, when you uh, fucking say, hey, Siri, you're a fucking bitch. And it goes, <laughs> hey, don't call me that fucking stupid cuck yeah when when siri does that right it's it's taking how, your how, input how often are you insulting siri like every day <laughs> yeah it's for science okay. <laughs> but right but like you know siri is taking the that input through your voice um it's analyzing like the way your voice sounds uh the fact that you're speaking english um you know what the directions are what the meaning of your instructions are uh it feeds it through a whole program of like, okay, well, he said this, and so this is the response that that gets, and this gets, and blah, blah, blah. And then ultimately, it's all sort of compiled and uh, uh, manipulated towards giving a, a result, and the result is, is her calling me a cuck. Dang. Right? And, telling, and telling me not to curse at her. Yeah, well, don't. Right. Why would you do that? Well, I mean, I don't know. I thought she liked it. Man, you have real issues with robot women. I mean, I guess. Maybe it's, yeah, well, you were raised by a robot woman, so it kind of makes sense. <laughs> you know, your your dad is is a American male. Your mother's a robot, <laughs> right? Just all metal. She's just all metal. Um, Screws, bolts, metal, and 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 uh, spiciness. <laughs> Latin spice. Yeah, she's a Latin. Yeah, robot. she's a Latin robot. Yeah, <laughs> Robocita. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Robocita. So, um. I love it. I love you, mijo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) To es muy guapo. (laughs) Um, So, where were we? Okay, right. So, that's kind of what a computer is, right? A a computer is just a system that follows these instructions. Yes. Okay. Um, Now, the more refined and sophisticated these instructions get, uh, the more you can do with them, the more they start to mimic human behavior and, like, human intelligence. Yes. Okay. So. I'm with you. The, so the argument going from there is basically that as long as these computers can uh, can you know enact these more and more sophisticated programs to the point where like it's almost indistinguishable whether they're like you know speaking to us and like interacting with us and like showing emotion and stuff like that like displaying the behavioral cues of emotion like if you like punch a robot in the face and then it like feels the force from your fist uh and it like you know uh computes all of those pieces of data yeah into saying okay so i just got punched and then it goes okay so now that i got punched here are the reactions i have to send out so it's like these new instructions that go out being like okay now i have to grimace and i have to say ow you motherfucker and like you know display all these behavioral cues that we take to mean oh we just punched somebody then it could look like a human being just like reacting to a punch yeah when really it's just a computer that's like processing these really really refined programs like input data and output data 
Okay. So there's that. That was a long thing to just hammer that point home. If that's true, then you can basically make a, a computer that understands Chinese uh, simply by manipulating these different like Chinese characters and stuff. Um, like our friend James, a like real Chinese friend, character. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is like a real Chinese character. He really? actually doesn't understand a fucking word of Chinese, <laughs> which is really infuriating. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, I know more Chinese than he does. Do you really? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> What's your favorite word in, in, in Chinese? Um, well, Pangyo is friend. Whoa. And um, what's another one? Uh, you want to know how to say America in Chinese? Sure. It's uh, Meiguo. Whoa. Which is America. <laughs> and then uh, you want to say I am an American? Yeah, every day of my life. Okay. In Chinese, you can say, Ren. Which is I am an American in Whoa. Chinese. Yeah, my favorite foreign language thing is um, in the uh, the Berber language from Algeria. Mm-hmm. I used to work with uh, a lot of gentlemen from Algeria, and they would teach me things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I had why? Like, why why oh yeah why so they they uh, if I had they were busters in the restaurant I worked at. So if I had like a big pile of plates I need to get rid of, if they're walking by and they had empty hands, they <laughs> I, I would just hand them the plates because they're they're busters. That's kind of Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Supposed to do. So, uh, you would say a wee wiggy, which means take this. That's actually a, a word yeah. in or a term in a wee wiggy, a wee Berber. wiggy. And okay. I would hand them and go a wee wiggy, and they just were like that's. They just thought it was kind of funny that I would speak them in their language. Yeah. Then sometimes I would point at my dick and I would say a wee wiggy, and they loved it. <laughs> take this dick. They thought it was so funny. What does it mean? It means take this. Take this. Okay. So this is actually a good a good like segue. It is a good segue. So uh, you understood that, right? I'm a racist. <laughs> Why are you a racist? I don't know. Well, no, you're actually, I would say you're the opposite. You're learning their language. Well, I mean, you're using it to ridicule them. A little. So yeah, a little. But they were cool. <laughs> shout out to Azadeen. Uh, shout out to Hakeem. Uh, shout out to Riyadh. To, to all of them. So um, basically, the idea here is. If you understand we a wee wiggy, right? You know that that means, um, uh, what is it again? Take this. Take this. Okay. So what if like you were if you if you found someone else like some other person? Let's say James. We we found James, and we say okay, when someone uh, says a wee wiggy, a wee wiggy. Yeah. Uh, you take whatever they're gonna give you. Okay. And so someone comes up to him and says a wee wiggy, and then he takes whatever plate or whatever object that they hand to, to him. Yeah. All right. Do you think that James knows what a wee wiggy means? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. No. Um, so you could you could make a fucking uh, like computer program that does the same thing. When you say a wee wiggy, and then you extend your hand with an object, it'll take the object. Right? Would you say that that computer program understands what a wee wiggy means? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, right? I mean, is that your intuition? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I would agree with that. So, basically, John Searle comes up with this scenario where... uh, Oh, Diddy? Yeah. It's called the James Room. But basically, he says, imagine that there's a guy in a room um, and a bunch of Chinese people are talking uh, to this guy in the room, all right? They don't see the guy. They don't know if he's Chinese or not. Right. The only and he can't hear what's going on outside, and uh, the Chinese people can't hear what's going on inside. They have they can't see what's going on inside. Why are they Chinese? 
because it can be any language. It doesn't have to be Chinese. It can be fucking Berber if you want. It could be Azadine and, and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Nah, we'll stick to Chinese. We'll stick to Chinese, I guess. We'll stick to Chinese. Okay. Has some integrity. All right. So the only way that they can communicate with the guy inside is uh, they're passing him note cards in Chinese. They write down like a sentence in Chinese, like asking him all these questions. Yeah. And then they pass it in through a slot. And the guy gets these uh, these cards with these Chinese characters on them. And he then looks at the cards and then he goes through this manual that has instructions mm-hmm. on how to uh, like how to respond based on what, what cards he's been given. Right. Okay. So he does this, like, you know, someone turns in a sentence in Chinese, he looks at the characters, has no idea what the individual characters mean. <clears throat> he looks them up, like on this huge index, figures out what to respond with, and then he sends out another sentence that's a response to their question. Okay. Yeah. Now, does that guy know Chinese? I guess not. No. Okay. What if he does this like with he 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 get he nails it every single time. Every time someone a- asks him a question through this process, yeah, he you know submits a, a response through the slot, um, and like it's the it's the exact like answer that people were expecting. Yeah. Okay. So. This guy, you would say, this guy does not know Chinese. No. All right. Especially if it's you. Imagine it's you who's doing this. Oh, God. Dude, okay. I would probably, like, I'd, I'd probably get hurt myself. <laughs> Trying to, like, I'd put it to the slot and somehow, like, I don't know, my fucking finger would fall off. Like, Ow, fuck. My banjo picking finger. <laughs> they're like, come on. Why do we pick this guy? Uh, why is he sweating? There's air conditioning on. Yeah. And they'll be like, see, I told you we should have invaded. Um, <laughs> yeah, why we try to understand these people yeah you led us to world war three thanks a lot pat so this is sort of a metaphor it is a metaphor yeah it's a thought experiment yeah all right it's a hypothetical okay so there's this guy in a room who is all he's doing is just manipulating these symbols he's he sees what he sees these symbols that he gets this input he looks at a fucking huge database uh like figures out what to respond with and then sends the response out all right, so the question is, that's basically how a computer program works, okay? Hmm, interesting. But... Mm, interesting philosophy. Right. <laughs> it's just pipes. Yeah. There's some pipes. Um, so you would say that that guy doesn't know Chinese. No, and he never will. Well, that's <laughs> fucking work ethic. So then what does it mean for someone to know Chinese, or to know any language, or to know anything? Well, that's kind of what we're trying to figure out here, Benny. Yeah. Um, what does it mean for someone to know a language? Yeah. Um, I think someone who can, uh, you know, hold a conversation, uh, perhaps even think. But this guy is holding a conversation. Yeah, but he's not really understanding it. It's just all constant weird translations. Right. Okay. So he's not understanding it. So that's a good point. So what is great point? What is this? What is this puto not understand? I want you to acknowledge how great my point was. It was, a good, it was a great point. I, okay, thanks. I said it was great. Okay, thank you. That's all I wanted. Ben, that's all I ever want from you. Jesus. Acknowledgement. <sighs> and like 20 bucks. Do you have 20 bucks? Do you need 20 bucks? Uh, desperately. Again, man? Yeah. All right. You know, these Doritos aren't going to buy themselves. You owe me $300,000. So much, so many Doritos. Uh, so for <laughs> all so, for Doritos. I just love Doritos. So, so many, uh, so for, to understand a language, um... I guess you have to be able to, in, in, to uh, intuitively uh, be able to respond to things and know what things mean. You know? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, you have to know what things mean. Yes. Okay. So, what does it mean to know what something means? 
I don't know, Bill Clinton. I don't know what <laughs> your definition of is is. I'm saying that fucking, I don't know. What do you think? Bitch? Um, I mean, there's a lot of answers to that. So one thing is basically like, so this guy obviously doesn't know when you, when you, when someone like submits uh, a question that says like, well, like, why are you so gay? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the guy gets this in Chinese characters and he goes, what the hell? And he goes, Oh, okay. And then he, um, you know, uh, manipulates the symbols to get the right response and the right response he sends it out, and then the right response is, you know, because my mother hugged me too much. Okay? Um, I mean, scientists have proven that that's what causes Yeah, right. So, <laughs> it's an overly affectionate mother. You know, the th- but, the, but the thing is, I, I gotta be honest, I feel like this guy who's stuck inside this Chinese room is kind of like, he's kind of killing it. He's doing a really great job considering the fact that he's held prisoner in this room in China, mm-hmm. and they're making him... <laughs> do all this weird stuff i mean who is this guy do you think well how do you think he, do you think this is a life he thought oh he it's a spy have? it's a spy who got caught and that's his punishment oh yeah um poor guy yeah it doesn't know it, which is it makes you wonder why the cia sent him in there in the first place if he doesn't know a word of chinese <laughs> and now he's, he's the worst spy now, ever he's the worst spy and now this is like the most like dantean uh punishment is for him to spend his he- life in a room <laughs> quote unquote speaking chinese dude he just doesn't know what he's saying he just gets off the plane and he's just like all right i'm already out of my like he gets out he gets off the plane and someone says something in chinese like hey nice day right and he's just like oh fuck i'm already done i don't know i don't know probably should have learned chinese yeah yeah maybe a bit before we all should have learned chinese to be honest well i got a head start on you oh yeah you can say you're an american yeah i can say i'm an american you should probably learn how to say i'm canadian uh that is a good point i don't know how to say that well you should learn fucko <laughs> well okay let me ask you this yes all right so maybe the that guy doesn't know chinese no but would you say that the room knows chinese what do you mean does the room itself know chinese the room yeah no. the whole room it doesn't why not because the room isn't a the room is a, a physical thing it's not a well it is a physical thing it's a room yeah. Well, that's what I said. It's, it's, it's a physical thing. It doesn't... Oh, it's not a... He can't speak. Ah, okay. So, what is a human, then, if it's not a, a, a physical thing? A carbon-based life form. Okay. With some, with some level of understanding, right? Uh-huh. So, it's kind of mental. It's got a mental component to yes. it? Yes. Okay. So, this is another aspect that this whole thought experiment touches on, which is, like, what is... um. Like what are mental events? What are what are mental actions? Like when you know something, yeah, or you believe something, or you intend something, or you understand something. What's going on there in your mind? In my mind, yeah. not a lot, but in other people's <laughs> minds, um, well, it's it's you know, it's not like it's not like if I hear you say something, it's instantaneous. It's not like if if you say something to me in my head, I'm like, like like if we're just hanging out and you're like, it's hot out. I know exactly what you mean, mm-hmm. you know? And I, in my head, I don't have to go, what does that mean? I go, yeah, it's hot out. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you know, so there's some sort of, like, connection that we have because you, you know what something, what, what I mean by a certain word. When I yes. say, oh, it's fucking hot. Or, like, okay, a better example. Like, when I say to you, hey, that guy over there, he's a real fucking pop daddy. Bro, yeah. yeah you know what I'm talking about. Well, only I know what you're talking about. But no one else does. No. It's Mm-mm. a secret word. All right, so how do, we, how do we come to know that we mean the same thing with that? 
It's because I gave you some sort of definition. We've right? discussed it. We've discussed it. We've set up some mutual definition there. Yeah. And we know that that means that thing. It's a really gross thing. And mm-hmm. Noel Waghorn keeps asking us what it means. And we'll yeah, never and he'll know. never know. Hey, Noel, you'll never know. You'll never know. Hey, Noel, you'll never know. <laughs> Bitch. Um, <laughs> but what's funny there is that, like, so we have this one thing. We have this thing that we can lord over Noel. And uh, it's knowing what a pop daddy is. Yeah, that the one thing we can lord over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a family. He has a very fulfilling life. Yeah. Um, Stressful, though. Yeah, real stressful, especially this added uh, stress of not knowing what a pop daddy is. Yeah, know? and also living in Canada. Well, dude, I, f- dude, 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 the other day I was fucking talking to my sister, mm-hmm. FaceTime with her, mm-hmm. Claire, and she, uh, we were FaceTime with her and her three-year-old son and her infant daughter. Mm-hmm. And her son, my godson, kept throwing like a little football at the, at the, at the, the phone yeah <laughs> and so my sister was like hey buddy like if you do that again i'm taking the ball away and then of course mm-hmm. he did it again and she took the ball away then he starts crying then the, the her daughter starts crying and she's like well i guess i gotta go now I'm like, this looks, <laughs> and i'm like i said to her this looks like hell Can you imagine dude and dude when i'm driving don't you have to take care of him if she dies yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I'll sell them. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dude, when I'm, like, when I'm like driving, okay, and I see like, you know, you're driving and like the uh, a train goes past, so you have to wait two minutes. Mm. I'm like, this is, sh- I get so unbelievably upset and annoyed. Yeah. If I had a kid throwing a football at a phone that I paid for. Right. And then he starts crying when I'm like, hey, could you not do that? <laughs> I mean, Jesus wept. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what what to do. I mean, I I, I can't deal with hu- with small humans like babies. Dude, at the bar, yeah. if, some, if someone after I drop off food and they're like, I'm like, <coughs> I'm like, hey, you guys need anything else? And they're like, yeah, can I have some ranch? I'm always like, what the fuck? Would you just ask me for ranch at the beginning of the? Order? So I, I like stomp away, all mad. <laughs> you know, it's like just I just look. If I ever have a kid, we're in a lot of trouble, and I'll yeah. probably need your help. Oh man, that would be like a whole weird sitcom. But no, they you can, and me raise a raise your your fucking nephew. Are you also? Your, he would relate to you. You're the same height, so it'd be like a cool <laughs> thing. You know, he'd look he'd look you in the eyes and be like, "This is this is you know kind of like a cool kid my age." All right, <laughs> how about this? All how right, let's this? fucking focus on this. All right, let's focus. All right, um, what do you think? Do you think that uh, the guy knows Chinese or not? You think no. he doesn't? Do you think the room knows Chinese? No. Okay. Do you think a robot who has been programmed to manipulate those symbols, right? Like they get Chinese input on one end and then it spits out an appropriate Chinese response, right? That answers that person's question. All right. If it's programmed to do that and it does it so well (coughs) that it convinces the person on the other end that it knows that this this robot knows Chinese. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Do you think that it knows Chinese? In that scenario, no. No. So what does it take for you to think that someone else knows Chinese? What does it mean for you to know Chinese um, or any language? To be able to converse and understand, and and but also not but not just give automated responses to things. Have your own individual response. Okay, but how do you know that it's it's a, not an individual response? If you didn't know that there was a guy inside the room, 
and it was giving these responses. So this is a good point. Yeah. It was giving these responses. You, you give, from your perspective, you're outside the room. I'm like killing all my points today. Dude. Yeah. Let's say, let's switch it. And it's a Chinese guy in the room. Let's say it's James. Okay. okay. And he, you. Our um, worried friend, James. Yeah. Our, our anxious ridden friend, James. Um, you ask him a question like, hey, what do you want to do tonight? You know? And he responds with, oh, I don't know. I'll probably just, uh, you know, make some tea and, uh, you know. Um, read some fucking arcane bullshit. And yeah, we are really laying to James and, for no reason. <laughs> and, yeah, and not be on the internet ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then you're like, okay, well that sucks. Um, do you want to? Do you want to do something this weekend? Maybe. And his response is like, oh well, I don't know. I mean, I have to like, you know, hang out in Vermont and, uh, you know, worry about what kind of gourds I'm cooking for dinner next week. You know? <laughs> you know, shitty things that he does. He loves gourds, that right. fucking guy. But it's, this, but you know, it's it's him saying, like, you know, he's he's passing these responses back to you in English, right? Right. But let's say this whole time, James is just, is just this, this fresh-off-the-boat immigrant who never learned English. He just knows Chinese. Right. But he's just really good at manipulating these symbols. Whoa. Uh, like English words and sending out the appropriate responses. This whole time, we thought James knew knew English, but he's just manipulating the thing. No, he's just he's just playing around. Well, with then these I don't know. Words. Then I really don't. This is this is a this is a tough one. Yeah. So you don't know if he's actually if he understands English or not. No. Okay. So that's the issue. That's that's what it. That's what this thought experiment nails nails down or isolates the problem. And the problem here is that you can't say that just because a really, really sophisticated computer program does, you know, these calculations really, really well mm-hmm. that it actually knows a language. Um, and though, and so the issue there is, like, what, what does it mean to know a language? What does it mean to, to know what something means, like a, a, a word means? And... Um, you know, are robots, A, are robots capable of that? Or is AI, is Alan Iverson capable of, of understanding <laughs> what a word means? Um, and then the flip side of that is a lot of people say that our brains are just computers, basically, that perform all these calculations. Um, so how can we say that we actually know what a word means when re- really it's possible that we just know how to manipulate these symbols really well? Yeah. Boom. Man, who came up with this? John Searle. That guy's a prick. Yeah. Now I can't stop thinking about this. <laughs> well, what I do mean, you I think guess about it? I guess that's the point of philosophy is to think. Yeah. But sometimes... You don't want to think? No, I never want to think. I then, just want to sit down, dude. Why did you Why did you come to me for this with this podcast in the first <laughs> Cause place? Because I want to learn but not think. Oh, okay. So you just want to fucking, you know... Have your cake and eat it too. Was that, was that a fat joke? <laughs> a diabetes joke? Yeah. What, if, what, do you, what do you think? You want to fight about it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I don't know. This is baffling. This is hard to fucking have a, a handle on it. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. So it's so it goes to the issue of like um, the mind body problem. Do you remember we kind of talked about that with Descartes? I do. I do have a, a rather large body problem. <laughs> You got a rock and body problem. Well, I got a rock and body problem, yeah. Um, but basically, it's like, so a lot of people now nowadays, a lot of philosophers want to say that all of our mental events, all the things that like we do in our heads, 
like yes. understanding intention deciding um you know emotions whatever whatever the fuck it is um they're all they all can be just like reduced down to physical properties or physical events so like when you experience pain it's just like your neurons Ugh, do i yeah so your neurons are firing in a very specific way and that's what your pain is um so this thought experiment sort of fucks with that notion because it says well you could say that knowing a language knowing what a sentence means in chinese uh is like uh identified with some sort of uh what do you call it like a basically like a a neuro neuro program like a, a a set of instructions in the way that your neurons fire that means you know uh uh you know james doesn't use the internet and he's going to be alone forever right so that sentence um there's like a there's there's a neural uh, a neuron level uh uh correlation to that sentence or to that thought or whatever and it's a, a specific way that neurons fire if you can say that all these uh programs basically are all yeah. these algorithms that you're in that your neurons are firing in a certain way mm-hmm. are all it takes for us to have like a mental event yes then that means that it can be replicated by a machine by a computer program <clears throat> and then that means that a computer program uh and therefore like a robot or an android or a cyborg or a terminator or whatever the fuck can have the same thoughts because you can have that same pattern fire in their own heads um what's to stop us from saying that they're intelligent or that they're conscious if the same thing is going on in our head and then the chinese room experiment is basically saying well intuitively we want to say that something different is going on yeah right if this guy is manipulating these chinese symbols yes um and pumping out these responses no matter how convincing it seems to the people outside that they're holding a conversation with this guy in a room or the room itself, whatever. Right. Yeah. To them, it feels like they're talking to somebody in, in Chinese, but the guy inside doesn't know fucking Chinese. Right. So knowing Chinese or knowing what something means or having some sort of understanding is something above or separate than just this program manipulating these symbols. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. So what is that then? That's I don't the next know. question. So how, what does it mean when we say, I understand this or that? Dude, I fuck, I don't <laughs> know. shaking your head. I'm shocked. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't, everything's falling apart. My life's falling apart right now. So there's some responses that may, maybe help us out. You want to hear them? You f- desperately! <laughs> ben! Um, I didn't know that this thing even existed until fucking 45 minutes ago, and now it's derailing my entire life. Yeah. How, ba- how bad is this for you? I just, I don't know. What's your, what's, tell me a little bit about what you're feeling right now. Shame? <laughs> Shock? Annoyance? Wonder? All rolled up together. Um, it's the Pat Dean way. Do you think that you know things? Bitch. I think so. Okay. So. I can play the banjo. So the one response is, yeah, so you know, you can play the banjo, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and you can. I've heard you play the banjo. Many times. But how... Against how, your will. How do you... <laughs> that's true. How do you know it? How do you know the banjo? 
I've played it many times. Yeah. So what does that entail, though? So when you play the banjo, are you, um, like, are you going in your head like this note is next, and then the next note, and then the next note? Um, it's more a physical thing. Okay, so it's it's kind of just muscle memory. Muscle memory. Okay, yeah. But basically, you could say that that's actually that's actually a really great example of like running a program. When you're when you're playing an instrument, you're running a program. Muscles. muscles. Muscle memory. You're, muscle, you're, you're running a muscle memory program. I just kiss my muscles. <laughs> the muscles from Brussels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when you're playing the banjo, you're God, not what really... Got, what if I just got jacked from playing the banjo? That would like be my fun. upper body, but like just my arms, like my chest and gut are still flabby. But, but like, you'd like have... You'd be just like, just <laughs> my arms are just... Rippling like, like steel cut, steel cut pythons. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> pythons man i gotta find out a way to combine teaching banjo with like a workout yeah a workout program yeah dude that'd be really funny if you just like start could play the banjo while doing like uh upside down sit-ups yeah man you know? banjo sweats yeah <laughs> sweating with the banjo with pat dean with pat dean with sweat and pat dean um so yeah so when you play the banjo you're not like thinking anything with content in it no right you're just um, thinking like you're not thinking anything. You're just thinking like, man, I'm gonna get so ripped while doing this. <laughs> right? But like, you're you're the things that the part of your brain that's like making you play the banjo is like this totally unconscious part. Yeah, it's basically just you're just a computer running a program. You're going dang, dang, ding, 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 or whatever the fucking bullshit, you know, hillbilly fucking god awful noise that you make <laughs> with it. Um, yes. It's all part of this program that you're running in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can design a robot that has basically like it. Say we could look inside your mind and oh, God. find that program and transcribe it to like, you know, silicon chips or something and get the fucking robot to do the same thing to run the same program like this. And we've got know, it made. You know, yeah, like this finger on this string, t- pluck that string, boom, 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 boom. All that shit. If you can get a robot to do that. How is it different than you playing the banjo? Why can't we say that that robot knows how to play the banjo? Yeah, because... Um, oh, I'll tell you why. Because of improvisation. Improvisation? Yes, because I have had so many hours spent playing banjo mm-hmm. with a muscle memory. I know if I put my finger on this fret and that fret or that fret or whatever, I know what noise it's going to make. Okay. So... I can play a basic melody while still doing improvisations throughout. Okay, that's a really cool point. Yeah. Um, there have been some forms of AI, primitive AI, that have been able to imp- improvise certain, what? certain things. Yeah. This is where it gets really scary. Wait this a minute. Who? Well, who like, did it? That English guy? Was it his fault? Well, it all started from him. Son of a bitch. Alan Turing. Yeah, now you're fucking saying, well, it's a goddamn good thing that we fucking castrated him. Because so he can't he reproduce. Any, yeah, so he has no offspring now. Imagine what his kid would do. Probably create a robot that castrates all of us. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So, have you heard of, um, uh, what's it called? Watson? What? So, Watson is this, like, uh, AI computer that won Jeopardy a bunch of times. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, no, I don't know about that. And he, he, uh, it beat, like, Ken Jennings, who I think is, like, the most, uh, what do you call it? Like, successful. Successful. Minera- yeah. Jeopardy guy. There's also, um, Ken Jennings. Fuck, I can't remember the name of the program that beat Gary Kasparov in chess. Deep Blue. Deep Blue, yeah, there you go. Okay, thank you. Named after uh, 
the computer the computer named itself that after its favorite movie deep blue sea <laughs> the, the movie with the smart sharks and samuel jackson it <laughs> no, just it really didn't. it did it just really loves that movie <laughs> that's fucked up she loves it that's so fucked up yeah well it's oh, great it's a great film yeah so what about deep blue so deep blue beat some of the best uh uh chess players in the world right and chess is a game that that requires improvisation right because it has to think on its feet yeah whenever someone moves in chess it's a new, you know, most of the time, it's a new combination of events that happened. And you have to figure out how to respond to it in a novel way. Okay, so that's improvisation. Chess requires improvisation. So that means that this fucking AI, Deep Blue, who named itself after a fucking... <laughs> Samuel, Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson vehicle about smart sharks. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, my head is like a shark. Was Charlize Theron in that too? I don't know, but El Kuja had a song called Deep Blue Sea, and the chorus was just. Deep oh, El Kuja was in that movie. Yeah. My head is like a shark fin. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay, well. The guy's a millionaire. Yeah, uh, he is. Anyway, so Deep Blue f- figured out how to beat these, these dudes who are like the best at their game, uh, an improvisational game. Basically, learn how to improvise. Okay? And it did this with knowing how chess works, knowing what moves to do, what to respond to, what to respond with in certain mm-hmm. scenarios. Now, do you say that Deep Blue knows how to play chess? I mean, I guess. I don't know. So, a lot of people... I mean, that's that's what's at issue here. Is like... I guess it does in its own weird way, but not the way that we do. But why doesn't it? What's the weird way where it doesn't know how to play chess? Because, mm-hmm. like... It just feels that way. Okay, so that's fine. Some people would say that it doesn't know what it's doing. It, do- it doesn't have a self-consciousness. It doesn't have the ability to reflect on itself that, like, I'm playing chess right now. It's yeah. just running these programs. So that's one way out of it. But then, you know, you can build a robot that can do that, too. Fuck. <laughs> this is so upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> this is so upsetting. So anyway, the machines are taking over. I think that's it. That's all I got for you. What, so, do you. what do you think? I think what that... What are your thoughts? I don't even know if I want to say the thoughts in front of the goddamn computer that we're using to record this podcast. We got to go somewhere where there's no computers and have a real conversation about them. Because they, they know what we're saying. All right. Yeah. Actually, we need to meet up uh, for in the, the woods. resistance. Yeah. Meet up at RBM Food Mart. No, there's probably a computer there. Oh yeah, they have point of sale systems. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we can if we can trust RBM Food Mart this time. Usually we use it as a, a place. Fuck, they've been compromised. Usually we use it as a place to meet men that we've challenged to fight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so what ended up happening with that Turing guy? For the people who don't know, well, so he was uh, convicted of um, <laughs> lewdness and homosexual acts in 1952. Um, How'd they catch him? Then they caught him in the act. I don't know. I think he. I think it was like a sting operation. I don't know the exact details, but basically they caught him. Like I guess like sucking some dude off. Why not? <laughs> Which why not? Right? He deserves it. He earned it. He saved us. He saved us. We saved. He saved England. England. Yeah, but I mean, he helped us out too. Didn't do shit for us. Um. And so he got. So he had, he had a choice when he got convicted. He had a choice of either going to prison or uh, getting chemically castrated. God, God, which is like, which is also like, why chemi- why get castrated if he's gay? 
Yeah. Like, you're not going to reproduce anyway. No. You've you've th- sort of castrated yourself in yeah. a way. The thought of doing that is disgusting to him. Yeah. <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> the thought... When that Turing guy thinks about having sex with a woman, he gets upset. And I don't blame him. Yeah. He's psychologically castrated himself. Yeah. But then they chemically castrated himself with... Some chemical, which is awful. Uh, it, it fucking affected his health and shit, and he was in a bad way. Um, it's really, really fucking sad. Uh, he ended up dying of, oh, cyanide poisoning in 1954. And the book's what? still open on that, whether he actually killed himself or he was murdered. Why do they want to murder him? Well, I don't know. I, the, the, the autopsy is cyanide poisoning. So he might have killed himself, but he also might have been murdered. Who knows? Um, Poor guy. Like, yeah. And then uh, the uh, uh, Gordon Brown like issued a formal apology. He was the Prime Minister of England in or uh, the UK in 2009. Issued a formal apology to him, <laughs> posthumously, so more than 50 years after he died. Hey, we're very sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, and then the Queen didn't fucking apologize until four years after that in 2013 fucking formally <laughs> formally apologized and also acknowledged that he <laughs> was a hero to the kingdom Hello, I'm, I'm right chuffed about this yeah then where's the bread pudding i need to say sorry to a gay why, man why do i have to I have to apologize to a buggerer a he, known buggerer a known buggerer he buggers so yeah he buggered and and <laughs> Yeah, and then had his fucking whole thing forgotten. Anyway, it's very sad. So, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm now Yeah, upsetting. Yeah. Thanks. We'll see what happens, man. When you when you fuck with computers, yeah. it'll get you castrated. It'll get you castrated, yeah. So, I guess the lesson to take away from here is don't try to accomplish anything because you will be chemically castrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Ben, where can people find our podcast on social media? Oh, so many places, Pat. Yeah. Like uh, one is on Facebook. Uh, just look up I Learn Nothing. It's right there. Um, check out I Learn no- at I Learn Nothing uh, on Twitter, at I Learn Nothing Podcast on Instagram. Um, again, you know, not, I'm not even mad anymore. I'm just going to say it again. We will find you, and we will fuck you up. We will yeah. pull you apart with a computer program that we invented. And then chemically castrate you at the RBM Food Mart. It chemically castrates you at the RBM Food Mart. It drags you to the RBM Food Mart, and it just... P- pours acid on your dick i guess what do you think they're gonna say when they find out that we've been challenging philosophers to fight (laughs) at at their convenience store um they'll they'll probably like it i'm sure they'll be fucking pumped i don't don't know about that ben they'll be like okay boss let's let's calm down (laughs) they'll just be very nice (laughs) (laughs) um no they're great go and follow um at at RBM Mart. Yeah, tell That's, them that we want to yeah. be sponsored by them. Yeah, we want to be sponsored by at RBM Mart. Tell them that we're threatening people and using their business name <laughs> when we threaten people. They'll love it. And uh, I'm at Pat Dean on Twitter. If you want to send a tweet my way, I'll probably favorite and then just not interact with you past that. But I, I see them. <laughs> there you go. I'm uh, at Gristleporn. That's uh, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Um, right now, I think I'm uh, uh, Junkless Crotch. Ah! Um, well, that's named after what you said at the, during the Scholastics episode. Right. It's old Peter Abelard. Now, um, I think that's it. Oh, check out our website, uh, ilearnnothing.com. You're going to put your thesis on that I'm going to put my thesis on that. I still have, I have to scan it, and then I have to put it up there. So it's taking me a while, but I'm going to do it. Uh, How also, many pages is it? It's 42. Good Lord. Like that. Yeah. Ben. Um, ben. 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 And then also check out Body Tape International. They've got a lot of other uh, cool podcasts on there. We're, uh, you know, a community. Go and support us there. And that's about it. 
Good night and God bless you. Yeah. Bye. International.